Hi, I'm Alex Terranova, and welcome to season one of the Trailblazers of Coaching, a group of what we might call the founders of the coaching profession. Our goal, to introduce you to some of the leaders of this rapidly growing industry and to provide history, advice, training, and some humor for all the future Trailblazers of Coaching. Your host in season one is Christopher McCullough, master certified coach, founder of Accomplishment Coaching, and a leader in the field since 1996. Joining Christopher in season one are Rich Maxwell, a professional certified coach and leader in the field since 1996. Dr. Don R. Booz, an author, professional certified coach, master practitioner in neuro-linguistic programming with a background in marriage and family therapy. Larry Williamson, a master certified coach and author, and Dr. Patrick Williams, an author, speaker, master certified coach, and psychologist turned executive coach. Welcome to the Trailblazers of Coaching. Chapter eight, what is your favorite worldly possession? Man, I wanna ask you about coaching, but I love this thing we're on now where we're getting a little more personal. Let's, let's stay with the personal thing before we get back to the coaching. What, and I told this story from the actor's studio. Have you ever watched that? Mm -hmm. What's your favorite word? Word. <clears throat> mm. I don't know if I have a favorite, but some of the ones that come to mind, one would be patience. And again, it's because that's where I have tried to spend a lot of my time because it's a big, one of the things that I want to work on and improve myself. So that patience and that tolerance and, and anything along that line. It's totally on brand for you too because it's the more patient you are, the more other people are generating yeah. and creating, right? Yeah. My word is clear or clarity, same sort of interchange. I used to say that in response to people. They would say, you know what I mean? And I would say, clear. Clear is about. And then somebody told me, you say clear too much. Yeah. Oh, right. well, <laughs> yeah, you mean I should be clear or you're clear? <laughs> I'm having trouble with this one. I don't know why. Um, well, if it helps, I know that my favorite word probably context is not the word that I enjoy saying the most, which is probably fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Oh, that's what's I, a different I mean, I have words. I, I'm, I love words, and there's words I love to say, like obsequious and erudite. You know? um, but the word that I probably want to have magnetism towards, again, comes back to curiosity. Yeah, that's a, yeah, I use that word a lot too. Yeah, I like that. I'm at a loss. You got no favorite <laughs> word? No, nothing that's his favorite word. <laughs> okay. Nothing think, that just know, jumps out. I think your favorite word is page. Page, well, yeah. There's that. Mm. Uh, and Sarah Page. Yeah. Yeah, we think our favorite words really tied to our, our values. Words do have energy. I mean, you know, they really, they carry an energy yeah, and when they're put out in the universe, they, they take an energy with them. So I am cautious of using the right word, the correct word and fixing if it's not the correct word sometimes. Because hmm. words are, um, you know, in the beginning was the word. Amen. 
blessed be. God Whatever said, the word was. God oh, the word was God. Yeah, yeah, the word was God. Yeah. Well, what would you be without words? Mute. <laughs> All in favor? I mean, <laughs> no, but if you had, the, if you did not have the ability, oh. the cognitive ability um. to form language, which mm. is, the, and the formation of language arguably is what creates meaning. Mm -hmm. What are you? I don't know. I mean, I'd have to have sounds. Mm -hmm. But but what if I didn't? Uh, I'd be well, able to Helen Keller famously said that she really did not become alive until she was given the ability to communicate. Well, that's what I was just thinking. And that was a paraphrase. Like lonely. You know, deaf, dumb, and blind. Or, yeah. And But once she was taught and she realized, oh, this is water, and she was mm -hmm. able to create mm -hmm. some meaning to it, then she came alive. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, words do have meaning. Yes, mm -hmm. they do. Because otherwise, we're just globs of protoplasm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was the, I was going to make a joke. Because you said, Ellen Keller famously said, and I was going to say, Walk well. I got there. I got to the water. Um, you okay if we move on? Yes. That was a good note to end on. I'm sorry, I screwed it. Let's do one more personal. What? <laughs> and we're going to start with Don. <laughs> how, how long is this church service anyway? Irregardless. This is the organ music started yet? What is your favorite possession? What is your favorite possession? Concession? Possession. possession. Although we've talked about your relationship a little bit. <laughs> I've never really thought about my favorites being things. Mm -hmm. So that's a very difficult question for me. And yet that anchor means a lot to you. Symbolically and the and what's what it stands behind. Yeah. But if I was to lose the anchor itself, I wouldn't miss a thing. Because I've got the memory, I've got the meaning, I've got the message. And that's that's what's important to me. So that's symbolically, that's what that stands for. And although I teach you about it a little while, you also said that you love your truck. Yeah. But you asked what would my favorite thing be? Possession, right? Yeah, my possession. And if that truck disappeared today, then okay. Okay. It's gone. And then obviously, when you think about the family, but they're not things, and they're certainly not something I possess. So my favorite things would not be possessions. Clear. Which is why I said, what's your favorite possession? Yeah. I couldn't tell you. You know, honestly, I couldn't tell you. Well, I'd have to really think about that. With respect, I'm, I'm, I noticed that you keep looking. Your test, at least what you said out loud, was I'd be fine without it. Yeah. Which doesn't mean that you don't enjoy having it, right? Yeah. 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 But I'm clear it's not the highest value. Yeah, no, it's not. And so, I love, uh, if anything else, I would say a, a, a watercraft, something I can get out on the water with because I enjoy it. You love So water. that would be, a, that would be something, and I do possess watercraft, so. Which is your favorite, currently? <sighs> Boat at the beach. 
no, it's a boat. It's another boat. We just got it. We can go to, and it's because what it stands for. It okay. gives me the freedom. We can go to restaurants. We can go out and do these other things. And it adds a, an entire different um, aspect to it. How big a boat? It's 21. Mm, big boat. And it's it, that one's that one's an outboard. Yeah. Because it's appropriate for the beach. Thanks. I saw you light right up when you thought about yeah, that. Yeah. 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 I see it. Yeah, but see, my mind doesn't go to possessions first. But, yeah. I suspect part of that is just just came through my mind I think because we are men of a certain age we are and approaching we can see over the hopefully the distant horizon the day when we will no longer be here and right. as my daughter's graduation speaker said have you ever seen a hearse with a U-Haul behind it you, know, <laughs> you can't take it with you and we become less materialistically oriented and it's our relationships and our experiences that are really becoming more important to us however I'm also cognizant of the fact that I have been in my life very materialistic and there is stuff that I like. I mean, I loved it when I got a big scoop TV and got rid of that cathode ray yeah, tube. Yeah. You know I mean? I really, and I love yeah. that. But if I had to pick one, it'd be my car. I can mm -hmm. go places in it. It's got a great sound system. It syncs automatically to my phone and, and, and to Spotify. I can listen to books on tape. It's comfortable. You know, it's I can put it on auto drive. And it's got that sight system, and it'll slow me down, so I stop tailgating people. I'm safer. I mean, there are all sorts of good shit about it. You know, and I, I love that car. I do. Mine's the car too. My Mercedes is just. And I've always wanted one all my life. Um, a Mercedes, and we saw a way financially to do it, uh, which wasn't painful and um, when I get in that car I can feel something different um, it's, I have all the bells and whistles you do mm -hmm. um, probably more <laughs> <laughs> but when I'm in that car it's just it just feels so right Mine is a necklace that would be with me if the dog hadn't chewed it last week and <laughs> the that, dog had, your home. that I've had for 35 years for the, well, let me see, 94, that's six. So, so okay, so 25 years. Um, and I have to get the necklace redone because I have worn it almost every day for 25 years. Got it in Tulum, Mexico, the first time I went scuba diving. And it was just such a memory and such a idyllic experience. And I, I we, second day we went down to ship diving. So we go down about 80 feet deep and we're down to this ship and going through the dust. And I found two Chinese coins. I'm going, holy shit, this is so cool. And so I went to the market and had him take some yellow jade and put a Chinese coin on both sides and make that around. And the lady said, oh, you got... You got those Chinese coins? I said, yeah. She goes, yeah, they throw those down there every Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but it's too big, Ringo. But it's still, it's still a favorite piece because it's like I touch that and I just go in that water following that green turtle. And, yeah. And, yeah. And I often wear it. I often talk about it. I teach hypnosis with the technique of place of comfort, security, go to your most beautiful place. It's always there for me. Just boom, I'm there their stress so I guess I could be using that now <laughs> I better go home and put it on yeah yours I appreciate that what you 
talk about because it had me look at mine differently. You know, like I've got um, journals of mine from back in the day that are just treasures because I remember, you know, my around the world trip when I had no money and I was trying to, you know, make it. But um, I also have, I have a ton of things that I have sentimental value. My, my wife will tell you that the bane of her existence is I bought these large electrostatic speakers in 1983 and I still have them and use them and I've had them re, you know, tighten the membranes a couple of times by the one guy in America, in Florida, who still does it. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I, like for different reasons, right? I just love touchstones and things that mean something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so whether it's that or something in my mom's that I have on my, on my bookcase. Um, but I gotta say that that Tesla, they make a nice vehicle. <laughs> my, car, my car is fast and very fun. I like it, yeah. it needs better sounds. Thanks for hanging out with the trailblazers of coaching. Who's a coach or leader you know that needs to hear or see these episodes? Share it with one person today. We believe everyone is capable of success and is entitled to living a healthy, powerful, loving, and adventurous life. And we know that becomes even more possible through the power of coaching. We hope you enjoyed this episode, learned something, and you join us again. Maybe one day you will also become a trailblazer of coaching.